Hey, Mike, how are you doing? Good, how are you doing? <laughs> Pretty good. I am excited that we are finally sitting down to do our first official podcast together where we're, me and you are just getting yeah. the chance to talk about what's going on in the world. Yeah, and I know you have a lot of thoughts about it. So um, I actually wanted to get into what's going on with Joe Rogan and Spotify and get, get your, your thoughts, thoughts about it because um, I know you've been listening to Joe Rogan for quite a while now. Yeah, I watched him actually on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. And how many years have you been watching him on YouTube? Maybe a year, maybe two. I don't know. Probably a year, just solid, but not, not all the time. Just he comes up on my feed. So yeah, I like him. Cool. Yeah. And like, would you say you like him because there's like a particular thing that you like to watch about him or like, what's the reason why you keep watching his episodes on YouTube? I like him because he's uh, authentic up till now. Um, I think he'll always be authentic within. I'm just, I'm a little concerned about what's going on in the world and how much that'll affect him with his new deal. But I, I, I think I, what I like most about Joe and I think what most people do is that there's this very clean directness when he speaks and he doesn't have, he's not like, um, he's not like carrying the sack of like my way and it's got to be like this. He's not, he's not like so in the fight as many people are in the, in a way. And I, I don't know if that makes sense, but that's what I like about him is he's just his like authenticity and his directness and his, um, you know, like, like when you're in the middle, what do you call that? Like, you're not, he's sort of neutral. like neutral. He's neutral yeah. to an extent he's neutral, but, and, and you can also see that, you know, he's maybe a little, like you could tell, like on some stuff, he's got maybe a little more of opinion he's saying because he leaves it open to the person mm -hmm. that he's speaking to. And, and he's a master at that. Like I'd, I'd have a hard time doing what he does. I'd be, I'd be one, I'd be going, I don't know. I just want to bury some of those people, <laughs> you know? Yeah. He I feel you on that. Sometimes just, but he, he's so intelligent. The way that he does is he asks questions. Mm -hmm. that tie people up that are you know that and it works it's cool <laughs> yeah that's definitely like a skill of a great interviewer and so I think what people like about him is that he has that platform that uh brings on people who are very outspoken or who have maybe controversial ideas that others wouldn't normally accept in the mainstream media and so what's super cool is like getting the opportunity to to hear what these other viewpoints say and and so we don't get that very often nowadays with like mainstream media being so controlled and censored mm -hmm. i agree um but yeah so like basically what i wanted to chat with you about is as you know he signed a hundred million dollar deal with Spotify. And because of that, there was a lot of publicity around that since it's like, basically like he's the number one podcast out there. And what people love about him is his authenticity. And it looks like um, a few weeks ago, he issued a formal apology about mentioning in his podcast that left-wing activists were being arrested for starting fires in Portland. I don't know yeah. if you listened to his podcast episode where he talked about that with Douglas Murray or not. Um, I did. I, oh, you did? I, I like, 
Yeah, I like that episode. Um, I really like that Douglas Bride. Never heard of the guy, and phenomenal what he was saying. And he's definitely on the team, you know. Um, and uh, you know, when he said that, I just thought, okay, yeah. I mean, it didn't surprise me. Yeah, they're out mm-hmm. doing that, or you know, somebody could do that, and it could be a leftist. It's you know, it's understandable. Um, and when afterwards he came there was this big like thing about what he you know he had done this and now he's apologizing and everyone's kind of like oh my god he's apologizing because these people in the, the office are you know or the, the 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 staff is is pressuring this and having all these problems now it's funny though because then i watched the video there's like a couple of videos after that where he or a few videos after that where he sort of where somebody mentioned yeah yeah you know he says yeah he just talks about how he made an error and he, and he said it. And, and I don't really like, like for me, a lot of these people are kind of getting down on him for, for, uh, for kowtowing and saying, I'm sorry. And for me, to be honest with you, I would, I'd probably do the same if I was, if I said something that wasn't correct. And some people say, well, he's not a journalist. He doesn't have to do that. And he said, yeah, but he's a human being. And maybe it's, maybe that's just the way he rolls. And, and at the same time, maybe, he's being pressured but it doesn't seem like it like when i heard what he said it didn't seem like he was being pressured it just felt like pretty authentic yeah maybe he feels like he has maybe a bigger platform right now um so maybe with his new platform he wants to be like a little bit more responsible as you know like i think he got a lot of publicity for his hundred million dollar deal so i felt like he might have like increased his listener base and wants to just be a little bit more responsible for things that he says. But who knows um, if he actually received pressure from Spotify employees. But I guess subsequent to him issuing a formal apology, uh, we saw news last week that they are now asking for more editorial control over his podcast and they want to be able to edit, remove, or block episodes from being yeah, uploaded. But, yeah, so that's what people are saying. That's what the media, other media outlets are telling it. He hasn't come out, I believe, and said, this is what's happening. They want to da, 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 da. So because he doesn't say it, it's really hard for me to know if that's true or not. But I will say this, mm-hmm. it wouldn't surprise me. And if it did happen, if that is happening, well, this is going to be a big test for this man, right? Because I don't know if it's like, to me, when I heard him mention that he, and they kind of laughed about the apology, he had to do it. And we're really laughing about it. He's like, yeah, it was sort of like he was, it was just like normal. And I don't know if it's because he's got a bigger platform. I think, I think if somebody says something that's not correct and he's just an honest guy, you know, he's like, Hey, I, I, I do the same thing. I'm not going to rip on the far left. If it, if it was something that they didn't do, they did it. I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to blow it out and make sure the world knows, you know, me, you know, like for sure, or, or anybody, right. That does something that's not cool. <laughs> but I'll say this, if, if it's true, what these media, outs- these media sources are saying that there's a bunch of, you know, cry baby, far left wing nuts working with him. And, and they're like, and, they, and they're sitting there watching every move he makes. And it's like, they come in afterwards and like, check everything he does. Look what he did. Look what he did. If they're doing that, there's going to be a problem. I mean, and if there's not, if he's, if they're doing that and there's not going to be a problem and he starts to change and change his way, guess what? This whole thing is going to fall apart because we watch it because 
he's authentic and he lets it happen. He lets shit go down. He does it. And, mm-hmm. and if these people stop him, the public's going to know. It's just going to be apparent in the way his shows roll out. I don't, I hope that's not the case, but I could definitely imagine it. And I would, and I would, uh, and if it was me, like if I was the owner of Spotify, I'd fire those people immediately. I wouldn't hesitate. Boom, gone. And then, and then right away, bring new people in and then understand this is not the way we do things around here. We're, yeah. we're here for freedom of speech, right? Right. I think the only problem is, is right now in the U.S., people are so afraid of being uh, sued, right? Everyone's so litigation friendly here where uh, employees have all of these rights. I'm not sure what, I know the main headquarters for Spotify in the U.S. is in Manhattan. And that's what I've been reading is where a lot of this has been going down is in like Manhattan, New York, where um, these employees have been complaining to upper management about you know the type of content that he has which is i think more recently he had someone who they considered was like transphobic because she talked yeah so i think the problem is this don't don't you think that like management like the ceo i think his name is uh daniel eck is concerned about being sued for if he say sues these people for Dude, for being offended? That's what we're talking about, right? Yeah. So I don't like the way he's talking because he's transphobic. Listen, if we're going to go down that road, the world is this, the United States, the world, whatever it is, is done. Because if, listen, man, everybody can get offended about anything. I could say that I'm offended because that person is wearing blue. I can't stand blue. It triggers me. I don't know. When I was a kid, this happened, right? Mm -hmm. How far are we going to go with this crap? So if I was, I look at this as an opportunity for these people, sue me, take me to court, let's go. If you're worth however many hundreds of millions or whatever these people are worth, I mean, if you offer someone like Joe Rogan a hundred million, you you must be very wealthy. I mean, the company must be able to, you know, must make a lot of money. So I I would be, I would be welcoming lawsuits to set a president, you know? Yeah, interesting. that it's not just about money for Joe Rogan because you know, you know, you know, you know how you and I talk. It's like, what is a hundred million going to do for you that 10 million didn't do for you? What are you going to buy? That's really going to make you happy. Nothing, nothing, not 10 million, not two. It's <laughs> nice not to, it's nice to be comfortable, right? We know that. Yeah. And it's nice to be, you know, like to have enough for our needs and not to be struggling, of course. But yeah, we've kind of lost it up there with the whole money thing. Like, well, I did see lot- that. I did see in the news as well, like they posted some pictures of his new home in Austin. I think he bought like this really beautiful uh, $14 million home recently <laughs> by Lake Austin. And I saw some incredible pictures. So I'm sure he's enjoying that hundred million. <laughs> sure. And you know, and that's, that's all part of the, the, the experience of life for some people where they've got to go out and they've got to have more and have more, more stuff and bigger stuff. But I promise you one thing, that at some point he will come to the realization that that $14 million home versus the $4 million home, there's, there isn't a, there isn't a difference inside. Yes. You have more stuff, more space to walk around and whatever, and more stuff to take care of, I guess, or whatever the reason is, you know, that's a personal journey for everybody. Everybody needs to go on that. Some people hit, you know, 
a hundred thousand and realize, God, I don't need, I don't need any more than this. I'm good. Or some people have to, some people are literally on their deathbed billionaires dying, going, you know, I mean, literally until they get to that place where right before they go, I got a feeling that they go, what the hell have I been doing? You know? And, mm-hmm. and I don't know where he's at, but I, I just got a feeling that I hope, I hope that at some point, if it is, you know, if it comes down to, well, I might have to walk away from this $100 million contract, but I get to keep my word and be who I am and keep my audience and keep people after me. I hope he chooses the, the, the last one, right? Yeah. And, and I believe that in his heart, that's what he'll do. And hopefully these, these, these crazy people, I mean, when you say something like that, that there's all these people that might sue, is that, is that reliable source saying this is real or is this just, or is it just maybe somebody out there talking crap and maybe the people in the office are cool. Do we know? Yeah, I guess it, I don't, no one knows what's really true anymore. It's hard to understand what's true nowadays. Um, but it is really interesting to see how much media coverage this is actually getting. And it, I would hope that people uh, do support freedom of speech and authenticity, but it's hard to know because um, me working in media, for example, like I definitely feel pressure to be more of like a liberal mindset. Uh, and also like it's common to for people to speak about like equality and LGBTQ plus issues as well as Black Lives Matter. And so I can see it potentially being very true that this is going on in the office as well, that there's this huge push for, you know, more awareness around diversity and equality. And uh, because I personally feel that pressure myself working in media. Yeah, so when you feel that pressure, what, what's really happening happening is is the people around you have a certain um, like a thing they're talking about, like a, a narrative that they're speaking, you know, and it's and it's this narrative that you're talking about, and there's this pressure of like you know, hey, if you're not with us, you're against us, and you're a nobody. So the the thing that I would ask is the individual, because I will never be in that position that you're in right now. I won't let it happen. And I won't let it happen because I, I, I take a look at everything that I think and I do and I say and I analyze it. So what is it that I'm making it mean that, that, that these people are saying? What is it that, how is it entering me? And what am I saying about that to myself? Where is the truth in what they're saying? Is there truth? I think we can both agree. Well, no, it's their truth and they're pushing their truth onto, it's a truth that they even believe that, they're, that, they're, that it's theirs and they're pushing it onto others. And, and do you agree with it? And, and so like, you know, we, I think any, most normal people, most, I don't want to call normal, but most of the people you and I speak to just the friend we're friends with, we all agree that, yeah, if somebody wants to be a certain way, be that way. If you, and, and, and we don't really, people like you and I, we don't see color as a thing that blocks us or makes us feel like we're different than another. Maybe, maybe you do, maybe you don't. I don't, not really. I mean, I don't, I don't have that in me you know then after the kids we didn't weren't taught that one's less than another so if you already have that as your base knowing of who you are and the way you roll through life then 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 you need to look at what is it that is that these people around you are doing that have so much power you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. If you if you want to even explore, otherwise you can just fall and go. Okay, I I I'm with you. Right. You know. But yeah. then That's sort of selling out. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's hard because there. It's like, um, it's so prominent and it's so vocalized. These ideas and, um, it's scary to be the lone person amongst the majority, because you you feel like you might be ousted or lynched if you have even an opposing idea, like. Like the automatic assumption is if you're not with us, then you are racist or then you are not for equality, you know? And, and that's what I've been hearing a lot of people who, I'm, I'm starting to learn more about people who feel similar to me, similarly to me, but are afraid to speak up in a public setting because they like fear you. being lynched. Yeah, like just like me. Yeah, they fear Like right now you are judgment. in a way, so- yeah. Well, right now you are in a way, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely so. scared. So I guess, you know, to kind of like wrap things up, if you, since this is, I mean, I'm glad this is getting a lot of media coverage and I'm curious to see how this will pan out with Joe Rogan. Um, if you could sit down with Joe Rogan and speak to him about this, what would you say? Oh. Well, if it's true that this is happening, um, what we're talking about, that there are people in the office, every time you do a, a, a thing, they're sitting around going, okay, there's something there. And they're doing that, leave. leave. Like end his contract? Leave it. Yeah, if that's how it's happening. I mean, of course, first you go to the, the, the boss, whoever that guy as you said was, and you say, listen, man, you got to change this. Or I, can't, I can't work like this. Now, he might be a guy who says, I don't care what they do. I'm just going to keep doing what I do. And I'll keep taking the hits. If it was me, I would say, get rid of them, tone them down, tell them to mellow out, tell them to stop, or I'm out of here. That would be what I would say, because I wouldn't live like that. I wouldn't live in a vibration. This is, we're talking about vibration here, right? This is a very low vibration if people are doing what I call the, you know, what in the book, it's called in the book that I'm writing, PVT, which is, <laughs> i got to remember it now, um, parasitic victimhood triad. So what's happening is, is you've got this triad of the, 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 the supposed victim, you know, down here, let's say, and then you've got the, the antagonist, the, the, we'll call it the, the perpetrator. And then you have the savior, you know, and that's the, that's what these people are. So what, what they're doing is they're creating this triad uh, a victim a victimization so everybody's a victim so everybody's a victim that that's not the perpetrator which right now is like the white male and the, you know you know the story so mm-hmm. so the black people they they have to create them as a victim what do we do when we do that and if we're talking about race you know and that's yeah. what's happening right now and then we've got the lbgtq plus whatever it is and that the poor them so what we're doing is we're disempowering them so the the, the savior is it's actually is actually the actual perpetrator of a bigger crime that's bigger than all these things because they're t- they're creating a um, they're creating a victim where there was one where there really wasn't one and they're saying look at me I am so their their egos are just it's so it's so disgustingly gross that vibrationally I couldn't be in that and that's me though maybe Joe's like you know I'll deal with it and he's got he vibrates a little bit more with that like he can handle that not me. 
So my, 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 if I was talking, I said, where are you at on it, man? He said, if he said, yeah, they're doing that. I'd say, can you handle it? He says, I don't know, man. If it was like that, I'd say, dude, just have the talk with the big guy and then get out of it. You, you'll do fine. You know, you'll do fine <laughs> out there in the world. Everybody loves you. And you know what? You know what the thing about the guy is? Is that he has the potential to be a leader in this world in a sense, yes, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So what are you going to do? If you're a leader, be a leader. If you're going to be a leader, that means you're going to stand up for what's right, correct. And, and like, you know, that, 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 that comes from a freedom based. mentality you know is trying to do is just trying to lock everybody down and lower the vibration and get them to this place where they're where they're it's it's very much like the holocaust it's so similar where like people uh, we believe and we and, they, and we do what they say and we do what they say and then everybody kind of falls in and then and that's what's coming if we don't fix this thing and it's funny that guy's got a, a big opportunity to stand up and he probably wouldn't agree with what I just said as far as like there being this, how, I get that, you know, but I think mm -hmm. he probably is scratching his head at this point as, as many people are going, what is behind all this shit? Right? Because mm -hmm. it's insane <laughs> as you know. Yeah. I'm sure it's going to take a lot of uh, courage to stand up to the, uh, just to the masses that I, I think, I think uh, if, I mean, I, if, if I was him, I, I guess I totally a hundred percent agree with what you're saying that he is a leader and that it would be incredible if he could walk away. I, I hope that is the case because if I know necessary. that, yeah, I hope, I it hope that's the case if it is necessary. It could, there's so I, many ways before you get to that point that it could be worked out with, you know, them saying firing people, boom, boom, boom. I, I don't, I don't believe that it's done right now. I, I think, you know, of course he's not going to say anything. So we, at this moment, we don't know, but all these yeah. people, the media, they latches onto it and says this and that. We don't know if that's true. They could, they could just be looking for things to talk about that are fun to talk about, which happens all the time in the media. We can't really trust them. And I don't even know if this is the social media, right? Yo, Tutu. I, I, yeah. I wouldn't doubt it for a minute, but then at the end of the day, I also, when I saw him talk the other day, he was like chipper and cool and like, yeah, I'm going to apologize for it. Of course I would. And I, I get that. I would do the same. I would do the same. I'd say, sorry, I said that wrong there, people. I, I would probably, you know, spice it up with some like, yeah. And just to be clear, it doesn't mean that I'm loving what the far left is up to. So for sure, you know, but if they didn't do that, then it was fine that he said he was sorry. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, it was so great to connect on this and get your thoughts. And I look forward to chatting with you again. Thank you. And uh, yeah, it was great. I'm glad we had our first, uh, our first little podcast here. I, I look forward to the others that are coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take care. Okay. See ya.